the Bible Study Podcast, episode 668. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Genesis with chapter 24. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. As I mentioned last week, we're going to start to wind down the story of Abraham in this week's and next week's episodes. And this week's episode is Isaac and Rebekah. Abraham was now very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the senior servant in his household, the one in charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac." The servant asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to the country you came from? Make sure you do not take my son back there, Abraham said. The Lord, the God of heaven, who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, and who spoke to me and promised me an oath, saying, To your offspring I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, so that you can get a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. Then the servant left, taking with him ten of his master's camels loaded with all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Aram Naharaim and made his way to the town of Nahor. He had the camels kneel down near the well outside the town. It was toward evening, the time the women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, Lord God of my master Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master Abraham. See, I am standing beside this spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to a young woman, please let down your jar that I may have a drink, And she says, drink, and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown your kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Micah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor. The woman was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had ever slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord, she said, and quickly lowered the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. After she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels too until they have had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough, ran back to the well to draw more water, and drew enough for all his camels. Without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took out a gold nose ring weighing a becca and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels. Then he asked, "'Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night?' She answered him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Mikla, born to Nahor. And she added, We have plenty of straw and fodder, as well as room for you to spend the night. 
Then the man bowed down and worshipped the Lord and said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on a journey to the house of my master's relatives. The young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Now Rebekah had a brother named Laban. And he hurried out to the man at the spring. As soon as he had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and had heard Rebekah tell what the man had said to her, he went out to the man and found him standing by the camels near the spring. Come, you who are blessed by the Lord, he said. Why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man went to the house and the camels were unloaded. Straw and fodder were brought for the camels and water for him and his men to wash their feet. Then food was set before him, and he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. Then tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. My master's wife, Sarah, has borne him a son in her old age, and he has given him everything he owns. And my master made me swear an oath and said, You must not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but go to my father's family and to my own clan and get a wife for my son. Then I asked my master, What if the woman will not come back with me? He replied, The Lord before whom I have walked faithfully will send his angel with you and will make your journey a success so that you can get a wife for my son and from my own clan and from my father's family. You will be released from my oath if, when you go to my clan, they refuse to give her to you. Then you will be released from my oath. When I came to the spring today, I said, Lord God of my master Abraham, if you will, please grant success to the journey on which I have come. See, I am... Standing beside this spring, if a young woman comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please let me drink a little water from your jar. And if she says to me, Drink, and I'll draw water for your camels too. Let her be the one the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Before I finished praying in my heart, Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water, and I said to her, Please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulders and said, Drink, and I'll water your camels too. So I drank, and she watered the camels also. I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, son of Nahor, whom Micah bore to him. Then I put the ring in her nose and the bracelets on her arms, and I bowed down and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me on the right road to get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, so I may know which way to turn. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We can say nothing to you one way or the other. Here is Rebekah. Take her and go, and let her become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. When Abraham's servant heard what they said, he bowed down to the ground before the Lord. Then the servant brought out gold and silver jewelry and articles of clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave costly gifts to her brother and to her mother. Then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, he said, Send me on my way to my master. But her brother and mother replied, Let the young woman remain with us ten days or so, then you may go. But he said to them, Do not detain me now that the Lord has granted 
success to my journey. Send me on my way so I may go to my master. Then they said, let's call the young woman and ask her about it. So they called Rebecca and asked her, will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So they sent their sister Rebecca on her way along with her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you increase to thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the cities of their enemies. Then Rebekah and her attendants got ready and mounted the camels and went back with the man. So the servant took Rebekah and left. Now Isaac had come from Beer Lahai Roy, for he was living in the Negev. He went out to the field one evening to meditate, and as he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Rebekah also looked up and saw Isaac. She got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master, the servant answered. So she took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother, Sarah, and he married Rebekah. So she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. So that's a rather long story. This chapter is one of the longest ones I think we've had in Genesis, and longer so from the fact that they wanted to tell everything twice. I wanted it sometimes to say, and then they said that part again, but I know that some of you use this in a small group setting rather than having someone read, just play this. So we'll do that in deference to that. But this is a rather involved story for this rather small time period here where a servant whose name is not given, but clearly a faithful and trusted servant, is sent to get a bride for Isaac. And Abraham tells him, whatever you do, don't get a bride from here, nor take my son there. And when we talk about there, he goes to the village of Nahor. And we don't know exactly where this is, but we do know that Abraham was one of three brothers, Nahor, Haran, and Abram. And that when we last saw the family, they were in the village of Haran, which is in what is now eastern, southern Turkey, right near the city of Shanli Urfa, a fascinating city. I have happened to have been there, right along the border with what is now Syria. And that region is probably where they are, somewhere in that area, possibly in the same city, but the city now being known by Rebekah's grandfather, Abraham's brother of Nehor, the one who he left at that point, his older brother having died before they got there. So he sends this servant, unnamed servant, back to his people to get a bride for Isaac. And it's interesting because this servant is praying to God, to the God of Abraham. It's not his God, but having grown up or having lived in the household of Abraham, he understands that Abraham serves this God and that he has been faithful to him, that he has seen his master prosper. And so he prays to God that God will help him fulfill his mission and actually puts this, you know, let me know that I've got the right girl because she'll say these things and she'll do these things. Now, one of the things that she'll do is she will show hospitality and she will also not be lazy. She'll go keep getting water until the camels get more to drink. 
but he goes and he finds this woman and she consents to come back with him after hearing this whole story, after seeing that clearly he is representing someone who is rich, but also apparently someone who God has blessed. And it's interesting that we see this grandchildren of Nahor, Laban and Rebekah, also talk about the Lord. And we don't know how much the faith of Abraham came from his family, how much his father believed or how much his brothers believed on whether they're just respecting what this servant is telling them or whether there is a faith in God that Abraham had before God calls him. Can't tell from the passage. But he goes back to this place where we left in Genesis 11, where we last saw, where we picked up the story of Abraham. We go back there and close this loop as we wind down the story of Abraham because he goes back to his brother and to his brother's family and sends this servant to bring Rebekah to Isaac. And this is one of the only times here and in how she will deal with her sons where we'll see the character of Rebekah and we see that she is introduced well. We see that she's beautiful, but more importantly, she seems to be caring as well. And so she's going to make a good wife for Isaac. And so Isaac loves her, we are told, uh, from the time that they meet. And he's comforted because his mother has just died. And so we begin with this, the real story of Isaac. And we're not going to spend as much time on Isaac as we did on Abraham. We're In some ways, we're going to skip over him a little bit and jump into his sons. But with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.